Hey, welcome to Speed Stick Ladies Podcast Season 2. Welcome, Speed Stick Ladies. I love your welcome better. I think you should be the ultimate welcomer. Uh, Happy Saturday, stickers. Happy Saturday. Happy 4th of July weekend. Ew. I know, but it's a long weekend. I'm boycotting. Happy long weekend. Let's do that. Yeah. Um. So let's just start off with our self-hug. I feel like shit today. Yeah. I know that Izzy has lots of energy, so she's going to carry that, carry us a little bit today. I have a lot of angsty energy, so I don't know how much of that you want, but I will surely lean into it. Totally. So before we get into our very heavy topic today, let's just start by celebrating a couple of things. We have some really cool things happening and we want to... <gasps> Pop the champagne. <laughs> what a good sound effect. That was so good. And that was so real, y'all. <laughs> so real. Izzy's having her champs. Um, we are celebrating season two. So yes. cheers to all of you, our stickers. Cheers. I'll cheers to the screen. Thanks I for also, being part I'm, of this. I'm drinking out of a wine glass that Ada got me. It says, I'd shank a bitch for you right in the kidney. And I feel that that really encapsulates our relationship. Yes. Hell yeah. I love it. So um, wait, can we talk about which champagne you got? Oh yeah. My, so I was going to drink champagne, but now that I don't feel good, I'm going to have to hold off. But it was, uh, I don't know. Remember what the name of it is, but it's like, I bought like $10 champagne. I love it. It's amazing. So I bought $70 champagne because it's my favorite. And that's what I'm into partaking. You're like, absolutely not. Because I'm spending. I'm spending. This is a big deal. Listen, friends, you, if you've ever started a podcast, it's not easy. Ada and I have been working on this since April and probably even a month before that. And so I'm really, I'm just proud and I'm excited. I'm going to drink my $70 champagne. Yeah, you deserve it. (laughs) But I feel like because you are so spendy, it's just like a normal Saturday night to have a $70 (laughs) bottle of something. (laughs) Uh, That's, you're not wrong. I will have so, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm popping bottles. Mm -hmm. The other reason we're celebrating and I'm drinking $70 champagne is that we have over 300 followers on Instagram. Uh, Love to see uh, just the interaction on the page and kind of all commiserating. There's just some really good weigh-ins, uh, really appreciate it. So uh, we're going to try to drum up some of that 300 followers into some listens and give us some feedback on how we're doing. So yeah, thanks for big celebrations. And great Thanks. job to Izzy. You run all of our social media. You're amazing at it. You've got thanks, some, Ada. Yeah, Kudos to you. Data. You're the reason we are on air ever. So thank you. <laughs> and Ben Sound. <laughs> and thank you, Ben Sound. <laughs> Cheers to Ben Sound. So quite an accomplishment for us. We just have some really good things celebrating. And it was like we started this whole podcast idea on a whim when we were just talking one night. And I I was thinking other people would probably like to listen to these conversations. <laughs> or if not, like we would like to re-listen to them again later on. So why don't our why don't we record ourselves? So it's it's been a a fun journey. It's fun and funny. Like I was, when we got on the, um, on the horn, as my grandma would say, um, (laughs) Ada was like, how are you today? I was like, 
my husband and I just got in a stupid fucking fight like a moment ago and I can't and bottom line it's because I don't fold laundry the way he wants me to fold it and then so that led to him lying to me today about laundry that was ready to fold so that's where we're at yeah fucking stupid he's just trying to he's trying to protect your feelings I know Again, I'm more pissed that there was a lie than to just tell, like hurt my feelings that he doesn't like the way I fold laundry. So, but you also got to think too, and I didn't say this earlier, but is it the hill you want to die on? Like, come on, that Some is shit you just gotta let go. Good question. Um, I don't want to die on this hill, no, but it still pisses after, me the fuck off. I know, but it's like after this gonna, pod gonna i'm gonna me. need you to go up to him and just say my money don't jiggle jiggle it folds <laughs> i like the way you wiggle wiggle he'd be like you ain't got no money you're borrowing it from our account <laughs> spendy spendy you ain't got no dollar bills he goes your money does jiggle it does you actually have two quarters to rub together right now i always oh. felt like when i lived with my ex i would get pissed at him about everything everything like the smallest stuff and I remember when we broke up and I was really young I somebody had told me they're like yeah you can't be so nitpicky about every little thing I was like oh yeah I guess you're right I was very nitpicky I so we've been together living together for like a decade and I think that early on some days I can't believe that we got here because I was like a raging nightmare to live with back then because it was also before I was like on my meds for depression and like mood stabilizers so I was just a fucking nightmare so he hung in there kudos but um I think that behavior and I'm not suggesting it's my fault like he has some people pleasing issues but um some of the way that I used to react way early on would like his I kind of trained him to like walk on eggshells sometimes and I want to I want to stop I want to stop that but I'm just like don't fucking lie. at this point I'm just like to your point I'm so chill about things like and I want I love feedback so tell me that I suck at folding clothes I'll be like all right yeah exactly <laughs> cool. and so. I think too like the way you describe it you say we got in this big fight but it's not really because you weren't yelling oh. at each other and no. <laughs> throwing stuff like when I yeah. hear we got in a fight yeah I'm yelling and throwing shit oh really yeah no, like and crying and screaming like oh. that's a fight to me oh man this okay, would have so, just been like a disagreement oh so then we don't fight then we have disagreements no you don't fight no uh we decided very early on in our courtship that we will never call each other names and we will never yell so if we start ramping up we're like i'm gonna take five mm-hmm. one second so we're that's our like i think our superpower together as a couple is like we can recognize when we're about to fucking lose it and just give enough give each other enough respect to just be like let's regroup yeah it's hard to be in a marriage relationship (laughs) that's why i'm not in it i'm fucking folding clothes and it's uh, so i said i'm i'm out i'm not doing laundry anymore i'm out completely out so for the rest of your life is it you're you're out i'm out i'm out i don't have to do laundry i'm gonna bring my laundry to your house and then (laughs) none of us have to do it and we'll just make him do it all <laughs> I will I want to show you how full to full and I listen I get it like he has a very specific way to the like and we all do uh I'm not there I'm so picky about so many things in my life the way my shit's folded I don't 
I don't care. So that's probably what I put into how I fold his clothes. He is very particular. So when, um, like what he's been doing the past few times is he, as he puts clothes away, he'll refold them like from when I folded them. (laughs) So that's not useful for either of our time either. So anyway, we just spent a lot of time on this so we can move on, but yeah. And maybe sometime you can just send me a picture of like a shirt you folded and then a shirt he folded so I could see the difference. I, I see zero difference, but maybe you'll see it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's move on real. Yeah. Like this is like first world problems at its best. Anyway, what are we talking about? So now that we're done celebrating, we're moving moving on to our heavier topic. You know, we kind of went back and forth about this topic. We, know that everybody's talking about it it's weighing really heavily on everyone and you know I I even thought do do we just need a break from it but yeah I don't think that we need to give them that we need to keep talking about it and we need to bring attention to it so we're going to talk about that overturn of Roe versus Wade my heart immediately just sunk my stomach's Mm -hmm. in my butt right now okay so from a how did, how did we get here? And so one of the things that's interesting for me is that recently I've had just copious amounts of conversations. Cause like, I can't, like I'm obsessing over this probably not healthy, but I am last weekend. I spent time with <clears throat> friends of mine who are attorneys and they brought up an interesting perspective from a sheer legal perspective. They were sharing with me that the original case itself was poorly constructed And I was like, so in my younger years, I probably would have raged at that, but I leaned and I was like, tell me more. I'm actually really interested in that. So there were three arguments. I'm going to long story short. There are three arguments on both sides of the Roe v. Wade case. And basically the first two arguments canceled each other out where they landed for the third one was that ultimately privacy is the privacy of a in this case, a woman is part of the constitution as an, as an inalienable right. So now, and so the, the original ruling back in 73 was privacy is an inalienable, inalienable right, but held up by the need to procreate and maintain a check and balance with human creation. So that's where they all landed. Can you translate that for me? Like, what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) So basically from a federal perspective, it's your choice, what you want to do, but from a, like a state level perspective, which, you know, in our, and even in the States that don't have a total ban now, there's a limit in which you can make a choice. So basically where federal and state netted out was that you have a choice, but within this specific amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Seems pretty fair, right? Yeah. But but again, the attorneys said that the again the case was just very poorly constructed. Not going to pretend to be a lawyer. I'm not going to get into all that. But I thought it was a really interesting perspective. So I had a friend actually say to me like those six supreme justices did their job, and I was like, I don't know what to say. You know, they're like legally they did their job. I was like, okay, I'm going to put a pin in that, and we'll come back to it later. But this all really started like the moment. And, and by the way, when this was passed in 73, there was choice. Um, so 
well, well, let's talk about pre-Roe. So before 73, abortion was illegal choice. I'm just going to keep it on choice because I, I'll talk about this a little bit more later, but it's not about the politics, religion, or, or like science of it for me. It's just the humane right of choice over your own body. So um, pre-73, it was illegal, but unless it was um, rape, incest, or the woman was in danger. Now, so then Roe got passed and you had a choice and everything was great. Now they've put everything back on the table. Marriage or rape, incest, and woman in danger doesn't even fucking matter. So we've actually gone back to like the, I don't know, 16, 1700s, like way far back, not even pre Roe. But uh, I think this all started in 16 with Trump. You know, he, he denied Obama his appointed justice. And then he stacked the bench with three of his own, you know, and this was their whole agenda. Okay. Wait. So I have no idea how this stuff works. So that's why I'm going to ask all these really stupid questions, but they're not stupid. Please give yourself grace. Um, an appointed it. justice. So does every president get the, have the ability to appoint so many justices? Um, yeah. As long as there's openings. So, and, okay. and the only way there's opening is if they die retire. or leave. Oh, I'm sorry. Not even retire, die, or they can retire. Um, but it's a lifelong appointment. I'm glad you brought that up. It is the only political figure in the United States that number one is not elected in by the people. And number two has no term. It's just your for life. Has there always been a Supreme court since our government started? I think no. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. Well, I'm, and I'm not going to go into my, <clears throat> my uh, opinions just yet, but yeah. Okay. That helps me <laughs> understand it more. Um, and so I think that that's the other thing that is being raised right now is that should nine people have that much power for their entire, literal entire life, because your opinions and change your opinions and like shift as they go along, but these nine people dictate the constitution, which in and of itself, the constitution it did not, in my opinion, it did not scale very well. What I mean by that is like back then, right to bear arms was like a fucking musket. It wasn't an AR-15 automatic rifle. So I'm like, I, I guess like where I'm at these days is who, who, if not the Supreme Court is responsible for, for, for kind of like modernizing the constitution to make sure that it's accurate and timely to where we are now as a country. It hasn't been revised at all, has it? It no, but there's been like a ton, like thousands of amendments to it, okay. which are really tiny, just variations on a specific right or law or whatever. So, but you're right. So, I guess it has been amended along the years, but has anyone just taken a look at it to say, okay, in 2022, let's go through the rights and let's see how those are. Like they didn't age well. I guess it's a better kind way of to, like it didn't age well. Every year you should be going through yes, and deciding or, what your goals are. It's so not, oh my god. Yeah, why don't we goal just setting. do that with the with the constitution? Fucking like these are the, setting. these are our goals for the country uh, this year. Oh, uh, and if you're not and and to your point, if not every year, at least every presidential term, 
because well, and, and who has, who has the ability to make those revisions, open it up and well, and that's just it. It's like, why don't the people have the ability to vote on the, I mean, do they, I I don't, I don't think so. I think it's the house and it's the Senate. So we're just relying on the officials that we vote in to make those decisions. Yes. Yes. Ada. And this is why it's so critical to vote, especially in States where because I, I, I'm in a, I'm in a blue state. I'm in a protected state for abortion and row. But at the same time, I've heard so many people say, well, we're never going to flip. So I'm just not going to vote. It doesn't matter. It does fucking matter. Keep us blue. You know, you're in a state, which sucks <laughs> so bad. I won't say it, but um, yeah, my state's I, already made it illegal. It's yeah, it's done. It's total done. Mm-hmm. So you are impacted by this. If you needed some, well, no, you have the means you, you come, I would travel. Yeah. But you come mm -hmm. to see me. And so anyway, so I think that um, all being said, I've been really thinking about it the past week over a legal perspective, the original law, I've been thinking about it from how did we get here logistically? And I think it's from when it started, when Trump stacked the bench back then, this is their whole agenda. And I think um, again, the reason I'm so soul crushed is that if this were really about the children then men would not be allowed to have vasectomies either did that fucking happen no it is only what a woman can do not to get pregnant men can the actually vasectomies have been like doubled over the past week because that choice was taken away from women so it's just about the human right of it all to make sure it's equitable Men can still get vasectomies. Women cannot get abortions. And that's where we're at. So how we got here. Okay. But just to play devil's advocate with that, um, even though I I am pro-choice, but to think about it is a woman can still get her tubes tied. So it's the fact that they don't want... They don't want an embryo destroyed where after the sperm meets the egg. So I don't think that that's a really comparable view of it. Thank you for sharing that. I hadn't thought. So you're you're thinking that vasectomies are more, more directly aligned with like a tubal ligation, not an abortion. Yeah, no. If if things change though, and they take away birth control, then I could see that being compared to vasectomies. Because it's pre before. Is this preventative? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Oh, I, this is the first time I've heard that. So I but, really appreciate that. But I have heard the comparison about um, if it's about children, then why do we still have the ability to buy guns and all of that? Like children aren't being protected in schools. So if we're trying to keep children alive, then why well, is that <clears throat> stuff not changing? Right. And I think there was a bigger fuss this was even more chaotic ada because the day before roe v way got turned over the second amendment like was dug in basically like you have the right to bear arms and the ar-15 like was um basically it's it, it's all just fucked so like you have one day we're saying you can have automatic rifles and take them anywhere you please then the very next day you're saying like to be free. And then the very next day you're saying that suddenly women do not have autonomy over their bodies. So for a lot of people, it was like the, the, the paradigm or the mm-hmm. hypocrisy of the two. Mm-hmm. One day you're choosing life or one day you're choosing 
guns that have actually killed children this year, the next day you are choosing uh, a, a, a right of a woman in that same argument of protecting children, even though mm-hmm. guns have t- killed children. So a lot of people are tying those two together and it's like, <clears throat> you're a fucking hypocrite. Like this is, this is like wild hypocrisy. Yeah. So how do you think we got here? Uh, I mean, I think it's all very fucked up. Uh, I, so, you know, I don't understand how such a small group, the Supreme Court, has so much power um, over our country. You know, I go back to right. the days where we were taught what a democracy is and the people <laughs> are making choices and decisions. And we're like, this is not that at all. And I just... I don't understand how the fuck and, we got here. It's just and, messed and up. They're supposed to be agnostic of party, the nine of them. It is very much not that right now. What is that? What does that mean? So it's supposed to be when they enter in and swear in as a justice, they're not supposed to be Republican or Democratic. They're supposed to be just independence um, or something like they're supposed to be like, like, uh not letting any kind of political powers like weigh in on their decision making well i fucking have a problem with that because again the republican party back in 16 stacked it with three additional people so now you have only three so so it is very much party driven and now that i say that it fucking is there's six republicans and three democrats on this scotus and that was the vote for roe v wade are you fucking kidding me it's not agnostic of party get the fuck out of here can i have a comedic break real quick mm-hmm. when you said when we did when we learned about democracy and signing in a bill do you remember schoolhouse rock and do you remember mm-hmm. that amazing schoolhouse rock segment on yeah. how to sign a bill into a right <laughs> yeah. oh oh man is it okay, a song now, yeah and it's like it was like a cartoon okay, with a song oh I'm gonna, I'll, maybe i yeah. do Okay, yeah, it we was need like to it went after. Oh. We need to we need to post it on our Instagram. Okay, we'll post it. I'll post the link, everybody, because that's just it's too good. It ties to this. All right. So <laughs> um my other thoughts around this, you know, we don't have the answers to this shit, but things that I've been thinking about along with a lot of other people is how are we following these laws that were created in the 1700s and yeah. Like, how is this shit not evolved? I don't get it. Literally. And then like, I, I've also been thinking a lot about, like, I truly think that our country is going to divide into two separate countries. Ooh, say more. I think that there's going to be a segment of the United States that becomes, that's all conservative. They have their own government. Which I, I, I don't know. I've been like playing around with this in my head. I'm like, is it a bad thing? I don't know that it would be a bad thing. Like maybe that's what we need. Have you seen though the map? I mean, I'm sure you have like the blue and red States. Like it is all over the map. Yeah. It's mixed. So they would have to like figure out who's taking what land and how that works. I don't even know because people would have to leave and move, but I, I just, Or maybe it's, or maybe it's not about the land. Well, I guess it would be because you're not going to be neighbors with people that have different laws than you. No. So So then it's like, 
So then it becomes very Handmaid's Tale, where like the conservatives stay like a certain yeah. part. I sorry, sorry that I stole your power earlier about the small group of people that we never voted them in. Uh, but I never thought about it from like dividing the country. I do think about it: is this going to cause some sort of a civil war? Because if you think I about guess if a you, war would happen before we would divide, right? So that would be right. That would if happen you, beforehand. If you look at what's up next, which is contraception, gay marriage, and then the third one is, and this is actually on the desks of SCOTUS right now, which is the privacy of a bedroom. How much privacy is one allowed? And so they're talking about like, uh, like children in their bedrooms, how much privacy they do, do they have because some parents keep cameras on them and they're saying that that's okay. Like those kinds of things are up next. Like basically um, interracial any- intimacy is also on mm-hmm. the line. Yep. Um, like, what are we doing? We're actually, what the actual fuck are we doing? I'm so mad. That kind of stuff. I just, it will turn into a, a civil war. And I'll go on the front lines. I'd rather go. I would love to go down in this world fighting for something like this than to just like live in ignorant bliss i mean i want to bounce i want to go to another country well so funny you say that i was actually looking uh at at homes in canada last weekend on zillow and my husband reminds me he's like okay i hear you and i'll go with you if you go i'm like i'd hope so thanks for confirming but also he was like if you go you lose all control of trying to make change. I get that too. I'm just not going to sit around and wait for women's rights to completely diminish. And like, we're, cause it, Ada, you know, it's going to be voting at some point. So we won't be able to vote. Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to stay here? So if like, we're not able to vote anyway, I'm out. I'm, the, I'm fucking out. I can't even imagine. I'm really, I'm really angry. Okay. So, um, any other thoughts on how we got here? No, let's go on to the next topic. All right. So mental health impacts this week. Tell me about how it hasn't been for you, Izzy. So Friday was pretty bad. I actually had the day off of work and we were going out of town and, uh, my husband was going into the, like into a store to get something to drink for the drive. And, um, it popped up on my phone and I just burst into tears. And he saw, he saw me when he was coming out of the store, he saw me through the windshield crying and he like ran to the car and he's like, what's going on? And like, I couldn't talk. And I just held my phone up and showed him. And he was like, and he like banged the steering wheel. Like he was so pissed um, because like, he feels the studio is like, what the, and by the way, it's not that we're like in shock that it actually happened. Cause like we saw this coming again since 2016, it's just the sheer it's the sheer thought of it all that like we lost a humane right for body autonomy. And like, I know that I'm seeing a lot of buzzwords, but it's fucking true. So anyway, so, um, you know, I basically cried for about an hour and a half, two hours and pretty, pretty upset. And I was still upset as the, as the work week started, everything felt just kind of, I was like on autopilot. What made it worse, Ada, is that on Tuesday I had a like kind of a coffee chatter and networking with a very high ranking letter leader at my company, who's a woman. And um, we ended up 
I was like, so how, it, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good interaction. Let's just say that. But, um, you know, she started out with, um, I was trying to get to know her. I was trying to learn from her. I was trying to get to know what she does for work. And she was like, I don't know what, I don't know how you think it's okay to call me up and ask a million questions, like learn it on your own, basically. And so I immediately got this feeling of like my self-worth being challenged and just like the, the idea that you lift each other up and especially as a high ranking woman. And so I, you know, I was very professional. I pivoted pretty quickly and I said, okay, so how do you feel in general about supporting women? And she was like, I don't know. She was like, y'all need to quit complaining. I had it way worse than you. You have no idea what I had to do along my career to get where I am. And I think, you know what I mean by that. And then she was in, she was like, you're doing it right now. I'm like, I'm doing what? She's like, you're using me to get ahead. I was like, and I was like, I, I absolutely am not. So, okay. And then we just, it went South again. And she was like, um, you know, y'all need to quit complaining. I just, I don't agree with like everybody, everything that the women, women are so upset about right now. And then the final thing that she really said to me, I said, so how do you feel, you know, about the decision that was made? She was like, it was bad. But, you know, I was there in the original time and, you know, she was like, she got to the point where she started telling me that it's all nonsense, that we just need to be quiet, stay in our lane. And that, um, and she was like, oh, by the way, there's, there's not more than one gender. All the rest of it is bullshit. It's men and women. And I was like, woo. This woman like, has some deep-rooted issues. Ada, she does. She is a very, very ill person. Yeah. And I, none of this was about me, but I have to tell you that I didn't, I didn't need this fucking, I didn't need this after all that I've been feeling like my reactions, I've been feeling sick. I've been drinking. I've been feeling lost. I've, I've been feeling broken. And then this just like stuck a pin, like, like it, it, it the straw it, that broke the camel. It back. did. It did. It, it sunk me into a deep depression to the point where like, I woke up crying this morning because mm. I was so upset about the, everything that's happening in the world. And then her, another woman that would tell me just to just basically shut the fuck up and keep it moving was just like, Oh, we're here. Like we're really here. And it just made me feel very like a handmaid's tale, very, very helpless, very powerless. I just feel, I feel sick right now. I'm sorry that you went through that. Thank you. I wish I could have been there for you. And it's well, just... I told you, you got pissed. <clears throat> you said you would have hung up on her. Yeah, I I'm surprised that you let the conversation keep going. And my first thought when you told me at the end when you asked about you asked her what her thoughts were on the decision that were made to me, I'm like, she just told you. <laughs> all this other stuff. And yeah. then you're like, you take the knife and you're just like jabbing it and even more into her because <laughs> you're just like poking the fire. But yeah, I, um, I don't know that I would have gotten as far into it as you did. And I think I, that you handled yourself really well. Um, I would have I hung he- up on her. I hear you that I was stoking the fire totally yeah. because I wanted Ada, what I was hoping for was for us to get to a point where I could offer guidance on how to help women, like lift as you climb. It was very clear that she was not in it for that. Mm-hmm. And I should, I wasn't trying to push my agenda, but you, 
I do hear you. I was stoking the fire for sure. I was thinking like how I felt midway through, how much worse can it get? So let me lean, let me go. Um, at the same time, to your point about letting it go as far as it did and not having a reaction. I truly believe sometimes that you've got to stoke the fire to drive true change. And I think in that moment, that's what I was trying to do. It ended up hurting me a lot more. So long story short, it was the, to Ada's point, it was the straw that straw and I, I'm going to leave the company. So we'll talk about more of that in later episodes, but mm-hmm. currently I, I, let me just say this. I will have a word with her before I go. Mm-hmm. So how has, how has your mental health been? I've, I felt like much different throughout this than you. Um, so when we had originally been given this news, I don't know, like months ago, right. When we found out about it, I was really hurt by it at that point, And I cried a lot about it. I felt very passionate about it. And like, I had this fire in me, like I, I got to do something. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, and you're talking about quick clarification. Are you talking about the leaked opinion in May yeah. or are you talking about a year ago in Texas no, when they were the leaked okay. opinion okay. in May? Okay. okay. Because that's when I found out about it. I don't keep up on this stuff. So <laughs> a year I, ago, I was, pissed. I literally just found out about it in May. So that's when I felt the fire in me. And for some reason, and I haven't been able to figure it out, but since it's actually happened, I have kind of just felt very numb. Yeah. I've had like moments where I have gotten choked up about it, just thinking about it, but I'm also like, I'm not feeling it. Like I thought I would have felt it. Maybe it's because I already processed it before. I don't really know, but, um, my other worry is that like, I'm going to have this anger, like inside me explode at some point and it's just like it hasn't happened yet so let's let's have it explode on our trip and let's fucking rage let's do that you need to like and take baseball bats to shit you're you're you, you I'm, I'm hoping that you are realizing that it's okay to feel what you feel right like you you don't have to have an extreme reaction that you, mm-hmm. you feel what you feel and that's it like you don't no one has to be an extreme like me like like I'm just fucking uh, I can't. And you know, when in May, I was talking to everybody about it. Every conversation I had, I brought it up. Oh yeah. And I'm not now. I'm not bringing it up. And I don't know. Part of it I is think- like. Part of part of it is. Um. I t- most people I talk to are at work, and I don't want that to skew things because I will have a different opinion of people if I do find out how they truly oh. feel and I don't agree with it and that it'll yeah, fuck things your... up forever. Well, and that's kind of where I got to, unfortunately, like this week, like this is a very high ranking woman. So I, I, I sealed my fate by just even having a raw conversation with her. She is very well known for getting people on the chopping block very quickly. So um, but I leaned into that. I was like, fuck it, let's do this. I was already wanting to leave. So I was like, I'm out. Um, but to your point, I really respect that you keep like a separation of church and state almost like you just don't want to get into it that much. And by the way, Ada, having those conversations 
didn't do a fucking thing, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. From May to now, it didn't do a fucking thing. It still happened. So you might be feeling, you might be feeling like, what good does it do? Yeah, I do feel that way. Okay, so let's talk about next steps. So <laughs> I started a local meetup with women of like-mindedness to try to see what we could do to not so like-mindedness apparently (laughs) uh we'll see we'll see how it goes but I'm trying um I'm also speaking with local chapters of Planned Parenthood to potentially travel and bring back women that need services like from states that are either partial ban or total ban amazing I, I figure like I, I'm like what I what I envision as best case is like getting a caravan going back and forth on specific days of the month or week, probably week, because I mean you have to you have to get one pretty quickly even in the you states. You can that also are, pick up a couple shelter dogs while you're there too. I, mean, I could do that. Well, I so I'm not joking. I kind of want to get a school bus and just like drive it around to like to get dogs and people. Anyway, so and then just advocating. So I'm just, I'm just like talking you. about it. I love yeah. you too. I'm just talking about it a lot and it's at nauseum. So please tell me even you Ada, like if it's like just too much, you too can't much. anymore, but um, I'm just, I just, I want everyone to like at every meeting this week at work, everyone's like the, how are you? I couldn't do the autopilot. Good. How are you? I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not good. And they're like, and it, but it invokes a conversation every meeting, except for that one people are, they leaned into it, which was, which was nice. So that was what I don't understand is how every person we talk to feels like this is wrong. Mm -hmm. Then why the fuck did it happen? Well, you know, 80% of Americans didn't want Roe v. Wade overturned, right? So why the fuck is this happening? Well, It speaks back to your point though, that nine people have way too much power that are not elected by people. It's by the president. Yeah. So um, I'm so I'm talking with Planned Parenthood a lot, both both like both nationally and local. Apparently, there's going to be I don't know if you've heard this or not. Keep it keep your. Apparently, there's going to be at the state lines, pop up stations where you can get like the abortion pills or even get a procedure done. I don't mm. know for sure but that might be happening. So I think the thing that I have to look out for specifically is how hard are these states going to go? Meaning, could I get arrested trying to like get women across the people? Yeah, probably not. I shouldn't keep saying women, you're right, people, because trans men can also get pregnant. Um, so I that's what think, I'm doing, especially yeah. early on. It's probably not going to be enforced, but if they do really get serious about it. So you, interesting. You say that there are 13 states that had a trigger law. So the moment they announced this on Friday, it went into place. So it's possible that these state line laws are already in place. I just I need to do some research before I act. So I because getting going to jail and getting convicted for a murder like a felon felony is not something on my life journey either but I also want to do something so I, I gotta figure it out um okay so I've got a few things that I was thinking about 
You know, I get most of my news from TikTok. Obviously, yeah. you know that's a problem. It could be. It's not a problem. Not. Why is it a problem? It's not a problem. So there's this petition that's been going around my state, which I don't really understand it because it's already been made illegal. What's but the petition about? <clears throat> I've been seeing that they need 300,000 something signatures in order to overturn this in my state. And so there's certain locations you can go to to sign it because it has to be an in-person wet signature and you have to show your ID and you have to be a registered voter. It says a wet signature? Yeah. That's weird. Okay, so you're saying that your state is trying to overturn the federal? No, within the state. They're trying to overturn the state law that says it's not allowed. Got it. Um, okay. And so they were very specific on how many signatures they needed. And I've already looked at the website and showed me the locations to go to, to sign it. So I don't think it would hurt to go sign it. Even that's if, awesome. you know, I, so that's one yeah. thing that I learned about. Can I, may I interject like I usually do? Yes. Okay. So I would, uh, because I love you, I, I want to be very careful about that. So for instance, all information related to this is now on the table, meaning prosecution can, let's play this out a little bit. Let's say that someone in your state ended up, like, let's say they turned it over. They could, or let's say they don't, actually, let's say they don't turn it over. They don't get enough signatures. They can go back, a prosecutor can go back and say, Ada signed this on this date. And potentially prosecute you for breaking the law in your state by signing a petition how is that breaking the law I don't know I just want to look into it more because like I'll give you an example another example is that uh if anyone has period period tracking apps fucking delete them now I have one that data is being used basically to say to be able to identify whether or not you may have had a abortion or a miscarriage it set it it feeds into like there are data brokers that can buy this data and show that you stopped your period but did not produce a child and you could get prosecuted wait 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 wait. this is wait you gotta hear me out on this please come on mine um yeah. usually tells me it's been hundreds of days since my last period because, because I you don't get a period i don't I get a continuous period. birth control so they yeah. would i guess they'd probably prove that because it's all yeah documented that I get birth control and I have they so could, many packs of it but keep in mind Ada if they get rid of that birth control and somehow you're still not getting a period they would they could track that down and do something about it too so the my main point in saying all of this is be careful like the the scrutiny on data and the the really awful data brokers out there that their job is to dig up any information that they can for prosecutors, be careful. I want you to send that petition. I agree with you. There's, I don't think they can, there's nothing that you, it's not like you did something overtly. Like you didn't bring someone, like I'm planning to do. You didn't take someone to go get like a procedure done. Like I'm planning to do. So sending a petition should be fine. But I just wanted to put that caveat out there. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, 
the other pieces that I feel like I'm taking action on are I, I know when my next state elections are and I plan to vote. I'm a registered voter. So I've already got that set up. Um, and then I don't think this is really a step, but I, I don't know. I think it's it helps people process it to talk to people that you feel safe talking to about this, that you feel I supported. That. I hate that. <laughs> that like, I can't go have conversations with people that I know I'm not safe with in this decision, but um, I also know that I'm not gonna change their mind. So no. what's the point? Because it would just upset me. I am, um, Ada, thank you for always giving me space to rage. I know it can get daunting. It can get, it. I, I maybe it can get annoying sometimes, but you always give me space. So I appreciate that. I also, if you were to tell me tomorrow, and I'm not saying that you are, but if you were to tell me tomorrow that you changed your mind, I would, I would, I would hear you out. I want to always hear people's perspectives. To me, that's how true change is made. And I never want anyone to feel like I'm so forceful on my agenda that I have no space for them to share their thoughts and opinions. That's not who I am. And I always want to hear people say what they think. I want to have a conversation. So if I get too overwhelming, I want to hear that. But I also feel we're not, we're not, like our voices just aren't heard right now. So I don't, I don't think like not talking about it is the answer. No, it's not. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. Uh, that's literally how I feel. It's, it's so sad. I'm proud of you, Ada, for just being you. So to anyone out there that can get pregnant and to any allies for anyone out there who can get pregnant, do whatever you can do safely within your life's journey. Let's try to fucking flip this thing. I don't know even, I don't know how it starts with voting, but beyond that, I don't have, I don't have any good answer, but we're, we're, we're here. You're not alone. I think that's the other thing. I felt alone, felt alone at some points this week. Let's just talk about it. So thanks for listening. I know this is a tough topic. I don't feel better. I got myself all worked up again, but having Ada and having all of you is, is helpful to me. So, uh, Hey, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Speedstick ladies. And, uh, we're on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Give us a review and give us a follow. We'd love that. We track the data, uh, not in a creepy way. We don't, we can't, we, we don't know who you are, but if, um, <laughs> but we do check and see, like if we have new followers and we get, it makes our day. So thank you. Uh, if you do do that. So, uh, give us a listen. Thanks. Yeah. You're amazing stickers. We love you. And we're always here for you. Bye.